Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. How does one support something like the Core Podcast? Well, it's easy, everyone. Head on over to patreon.com slash core show and support us today. That's patreon.com slash core show. My data collection is quite extensive. That's because I'm a fan of knives. This is core. put on a shirt <laughs> yeah please it's a great idea hey can i ask you a question a little uh, trade secret thing bo where, yes. where do you get the files for that so early if the character just came out today was had somebody already extracted audio from like ptr or something is that what happened oh, no oh no i extract myself oh it's my nothing but 100 percent organic uh uh <laughs> files <laughs> straight from the client i don't go to sounds of the storm like yeah. a lazy person and farm someone else's work I farm my own files. So you go and get free range sound files of Maiev's shadow bong and pull them out yourself. That's impressive. That's right. All right. Now I didn't program the application I used. I conducted a Google search. Yeah. Found an executable. I may have released all of my credit card information to some person <laughs> because of this. I don't know, but all it right. gave me access to the files. Yeah. You'll send and, us uh, a, a four right. Bitcoin or else we're not letting you have our software. I get it. It's fine. Uh, well, that's great. It was awesome as always. And of course, that heralds in a new character this week, which we'll talk about in a second. I'm Scott Johnson with Bush Schwartz and John Jagger, and we are here to do 
the Heroes of the Storm podcast known as CORE. Uh, we're doing it live, so hello everybody in the chat room. It's always good to have you guys here. I have a thing to start off with, uh, and I'd like to get it out of the way early, to be honest. Um, you know, when something goes goes poorly or or I'm wrong about something in life, uh, like the time, oh, I don't know, my wife said, uh, uh, who left the, the, uh, the chicken at the edge of the table? And I said, oh, I don't know who that was. Must have been one of the kids. And she says, well, the dog got on it, pulled the whole thing off, splattered all over the floor. Now everything's covered in chicken grease, and one of the dogs is sick from eating it all, and plus she had some bones. And I went, oh, man, those kids, you darn kids. But I knew the whole time, really, that it was me. I'd left it there. I couldn't remember for sure because I thought, well, was it me? I was on the edge of the table, but I think I did leave it there. So I came clean. I said, you know, I think it was me. Uh, don't worry. I'll take care of all the dog diarrhea that will result from this, and I'll clean up all the grease on the floor. Just leave it to me. Well, I'm doing that today with... Maev Shadowbung, and here's why. She's way cooler than I gave her credit for, okay? For weeks, months, maybe even years, because we've talked about her before as a potential character, and certainly I've had my say on, on uh, the instance, the World of Warcraft podcast, about my thoughts on Maev and whether I think she's, you know, annoying or she has a terrible skin or her helmet's uh, impractical or all these other things, and I'm just wrong. She's really badass, uh, super uh, fluid and and agile and a bunch of things that I just never attributed to her because in the world of Warcraft, she is very static. She just sort of stands there because that's what her model does. And when she talks, she doesn't move her arms and gesticulate because it's covered by the cloak. So when others do that, it seems weird and uh, obtuse anyway. When she talks, she's just there, <clears throat> stiff. So when we got the little in-game cinematic, it was like, oh, it's some animation. We see her move. She lives, right? And that was a little cooler. But even then, it wasn't quite enough for me. Seeing her and playing her in Heroes of the Storm has flipped me like a well-cooked burger to the other side. And I think she's super cool. And I even think that the way she dresses is cool. I think the helm is cool. Her basic kit uh, of clothes and stuff and the way she wears her armor is cool. Her weapon is badass. All right, I'm coming clean. The whole thing's fine now. She's great. Now, I may still not call her Shadow Song or whatever her real name is uh, forever and ever, but that's just me being a jerk. Other than that, she's great. Big thumbs up from Scott. Well done. And uh, I'm curious if you guys have a rebuttal to my sudden turnaround on Maev uh, Gong. No, I was predicting it. Oh, Right. I, I I thought you were going to come around on her all along. That was my long game. I was like, well, I'm not going to win the Shadow Curtain argument. Right. He He's too entrenched. He's built his fortress out of a Shower Curtain argument. Sure. I'm, I'll never win it. But mm. I got to say, that was a big, that's a bigger turnaround than I even expected. I thought you would come back and say, eh, she's fun. Yeah. You know, you know what I, you know what it's, but where the come around for me is, it's like, a, I have a better comparison. If you've ever seen, uh, the good Transformers, that is the old cartoon, which eventually became a pretty great movie, uh, the old animated one. Yeah. Um, if you saw Optimus Prime just standing and not moving, he would look stiff and lame and boring. I don't think that's a cool looking robot. When he gets cool is when he is moving. It's like, and suddenly he's a robot and his, his truck somehow f disappeared behind him and and he's standing in some cool stance. He's got his fists up and he's telling the Autobots to roll out in a voice that's too cool for school. So I think it's that. Because up until now, especially in Warcraft 3, she was just this thing that stood there. Stoic, 
no face because she had the can on her head, and it just came off as stiff. This is her in, in full motion. This is her living and breathing in the Nexus and doing it in such a way that is is uh, super ninja awesome, and I think she's great. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you were secretly sure I was going to turn on this. Um, so we should just get with it and talk about her. Bo, Maev is out. She's a deal in the game. She's an assassin, and uh, she does all kinds of cool purple things. Your initial thoughts on the last couple of days? Well, I guess we've had her on the PTR for a while, but uh, you know, if you've had any real play time with her, what did you think? Yeah, I played her a bunch yesterday. Um, fun. I will admit to finding her intimidating. Uh, her kit, that is. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little challenging. I need some time to. It's a puzzle to figure out, which is kind of fun. Um, there's some stuff that doesn't work quite how I thought it would, and I don't get. I still don't understand when I'm doing lots of damage versus normal damage. I'm just like, I'm pressing buttons, things are happening, but I just don't have it clear in my mind what's what. But she's fun. She's she's an exciting character, and she's kind of got that um, that attitude to go along with it. That you know, I'm vengeance itself. Sure, uh, kind of deal. Yeah, I like that. I, about I think her she's well. great. Okay. I think I think she's super cool. Uh, not gonna lie though, um, I played five or six games, and I went back to playing Gaslow. Gazlo. We'll get to that later. But wow. I the past week I've put in about 40, 50 Gazlo games. Oh wow. Um, I thought we were st- I thought you were still junk ratting it across the universe. I didn't realize the yeah. story had an M. Night Shyamalan esque twist right at the very end. <laughs> no kidding. This is like uh, uh we're finding out what uh, well that spoils the movie, never mind. But yeah, here here's the, the long stretch, <laughs> and then we'll get back to my F. But like Basically, remember BlizzCon? We yeah. were we were in Anaheim, yeah, and we did a panel, and I got up there in the panel. I was like, "Specialists are irritating," you know, because they push. They still do. I still think they're irritating, but it's like I've joined the dark side. Whoa. Ever since Mecha Battlestorm, and I played a bunch of Abathur games, I was like, "Oh man, it's really fun to just play the game solo and make five other people miserable with your obnoxious pushing tactics." Wow. Then I kind of did that with Junkrat, and now I've discovered Gazlo and. My life is over. That is <laughs> so. All I'm doing that now. is so funny to hear that because I thought the Gazlo thing, or the sorry, the Junkrat fetish, fetish, whatever you want to call it, your enjoyment of him was coming from a different place. I thought that was more of a, oh, okay, I'm getting the hang of this character the way I did Diva or somebody else, and and then became fond of them. And no, you're saying it's because he plays like a, you know, a, a horrible chaos lord in the bottom lane while nobody's paying attention. So you've like, become well, that thing. You've become the thing you've you always decried. Yes. Let, let, let's let's little be honest about Bo's dark side. We're going to explore the dark side here. All right. And I think this is true for almost everyone who plays online competitive games. But if I can legally, without hacking or without any sort of third-party applications, make someone on the other team miserable in an unsportsmanlike, if I can legit actually make someone feel bad through playing the game, I kind of enjoy doing it, <laughs> and and special and specialists are kind of that way. Those games when you're on the losing side and you feel like you can't fight back are kind of unenjoyable. And I've been really sort of enjoying into. I've been I've 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 basically joined the dark side. Are you mainly doing this in solo matches and not? I mean, it's we a haven't quick had. Match. Yeah, I, yeah. I take hero leagues. I take my teammates' sort of efforts seriously, mm-hmm. and you know, like it's just you don't get away with as much. But in quick match, like. You can break a lot of hearts in quick match. So this is I, so I have a th- I have a theory about this before I throw it to John and get his take. I have a theory about 
um, what you're discovering is what they intend. And that is that Blizzard has this thing they do where they find a thing they think is really fun and then they really want to make it work in the game. And sometimes they struggle and struggle and struggle with it. And it's across their games. They're having that problem in Overwatch with a couple of characters, specifically Mercy over the last few months has just been torn asunder by her changes and tweaks because they don't want to let her, they don't want to get, take away the one thing that makes her fun even though it's possible that that one thing is ruining games in a certain meta way. And so they keep toning it down or tweaking it here and there. The same thing happens in Heroes. They they know that stealth, before the stealth changes, and maybe even after, but before the stealth changes, they know that stealth is a problem. But they also know it's a really rad concept that they just want to make sure is in this game, no matter how 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 weird it might be. And I think the same is true of healers, and I think the same is true of... Uh, lane pushing specialists they know that there's a really fun thing to do but they know that it's hard to to uh, t- uh, to tune and to balance in such a way that it works best with the overall game but they refuse to take out the the core reason it's frustrating because it can be really fun so for a guy like you a high level player you're just ha- you're doing what they intend you're having fun with characters that are sort of aimed at a certain end and I don't think there's a damn thing wrong with that. I think that's yeah, I don't, great. Let me tell you a little story and then, then decide if you think there's something wrong with it. Okay. Yeah. I was playing with a good friend, TBK Zord, you know, twin blade. Uh, Kappa. Kappa. Oh, yeah. Little, uh, middle the America, storm, young man with a friend. big grin on his face. Looks like he should have a pitchfork out there farming the land. I know the guy. Ryan yeah. Reader. Nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Great yeah. player. So he played some games with me while I was on my Gazlo kick. And we lost a couple until I told him, I said, here are my rules about playing Gazlo. One is I lane hard. Two, I merc hard. Three, if there's more than one other person to lane with me, I run away and go somewhere else. And four, if there's a team fight, if we're not winning it immediately, I run away from the team fight. <laughs> Don't help. The complete opposite of everything you've never taught. Yeah. So we we're losing a game, level twenty-two. You know, gar- they get the garden terror. Ryan says we're going to defend, and I go, mm, no. <laughs> And I proceed to go through the jungle, and my team, they're they are at the keep. We've taken a keep because I'm Gazlo, and Gazlo's awesome. And and one of my teammates dies, two, three, four, they all die. People are GGing in the chat. And I just go to the core and win the game. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, their tears are delicious. Yeah. And by all intents and purposes, in a proper game, you know, we should have lost. But And that's more what I mean. So... Would you like to lose a game that way? And do you still think a, a solid lane pusher can cheat their way out of a, a, into a victory? Um, I, but I think it. I think my explanation stands, or my theory stands, because what you just demonstrated is really fun for you more than them. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe you more than them. But like an amazing moment, you're probably going to cap that one out. You're going to think upon it always. You might make a YouTube video out of it, so you'll have it there for your grandchildren. The point is, <laughs> you did a, You pulled off a rad thing at the last second. One of the things that this game excels at anyway, and I think Blizzard wants to always have those things in there. It's just it clashes with so much other parts of the game that it's a constant challenge for them. Having multiple maps, every one of those maps having different lane configurations, lengths, heights, all that stuff. Every one of those maps having different merc situations and every one of them having different and more complicated or at least diverse uh, mechanics when it comes to map objectives. These are all things Blizzard does because they believe in their 
their core functionality as fun things to do, but they conflict with what would otherwise be a much easier choice to have a single battleground that maybe gets reskinned or something. So mm. I feel like you're you're in their zone. It's just a danger zone. <laughs> it's the highway <laughs> to the danger zone. Yes. Is what I'm saying. So uh, like I'm contemplating the, the possibility of bringing my Gazlo and my Abathur crap into Hero League because oh, yeah, it's fun. Dude. I'm all for that. I have no problem with it. I like playing with you when you play, especially Abathur. You're killing it with him. <laughs> all right so john but uh, uh put some cheese on this pizza what where what what happened with Bo? what do we do about it i Bo's just a bad person like i like that you're making good excuses for him but he's just a bad person <laughs> <laughs> it seemed to me of the three of us you were gonna have you were gonna have the one that or you'd be the one that might have the most beef with this and by that i just mean you know if we were in a fight and things were going badly and Bo took off because it was looking rough uh, and he could have potentially made the difference. I don't think, I think of all of us, John's going to be the least happy about that happening. <laughs> well, if it pays off, I'm happy. But this is a game of if it pays off, I'm happy, right? Like, that's kind of how we all play. Like, Heroes of the Storm is sort of like, it's sort of like the thing I hate about Blackjack is that there's a time where you're supposed to stay. I, I don't play Blackjack, so <laughs> people who are way into cards and poker, get ready. Yeah. Um, but like... I don't, and already calling it poker when that's not even what we're talking about. But whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, there are times where you are supposed to hit or double down or do whatever you're supposed to do. Like there's rules. And I hate that there are rules of when you should do these things. Like if I want to hit on a stupid number that's bad, I should be allowed to do that. And I know that at the table, people will get mad at you because they'll feel like, oh, you denied me the card I was waiting for because you're playing really crappily. But when it pays off, you're like, well, see, it's good I took this risk because it paid off. And I kind of feel like that's the same way it works in these games. There's a way you're quote unquote supposed to play it. Um, and when you don't do that, you're going to make everybody angry unless it works out. And then everybody's like, oh, OK, it worked out. That's great. Um, that was cool. You're the best player ever. And so if I was in that situation that Bo just described and we won the game, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, Bo, you're a mad champion. But probably mm -hmm. leading up to it when we're all dying at the keep and he's off just tromping through the woods, I probably would have been a little mad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want that title, Mad Champion. Yeah, Mad Champion. It sounds like a good title. You can have that in World of Warcraft. That'd be a cool, cool title. I yeah. actually had a game where somebody played exactly like that. Like yeah. the way Bo explained just now, to a T. Mm. But it was a Lucio. <laughs> 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 and it didn't go well at all. Sure. And I was so mad I stopped playing the game. I played, so last night I came, I got back on and played some more games uh, like way late at night, way mm. later than I should have been up. Yeah. But I was, I was planning a full evening of playing Heroes. I played two games and quit. And it was this Lucio's fault that I quit. I was just like, I can't do this. I freaking lost an AI game because there was a Lucio who just would never be with the team. He just wanted to do try to do Merc camps by himself or be off in a lane by himself. Or when we were getting the, their enemy core down to 10%, he was like, ah, oh, now's a good time to leave. Wow. And, what, what's uh, the, what did you think is going on there? Like, did he, I mean, he's a, well, I shouldn't assume anything, but he's, he's your healer. He should be where everyone is. Like, that's the well, point of a healer. 
and granted, part of it's on me. I like to I like to try new heroes in AI. I I typically the way I do a new hero release is I do first a full AI match, then I do a co-op match, and then depending on how I'm feeling on the hero, I then move to quick match after that. Yeah. And so part of it's on me. I was in AI. You know, he he definitely played at a level that should be in AI, uh, but. It was rough. It was, <laughs> it just, was a little bit rough. Probably some weird new, but then that speaks to, well, what's wrong with the matching system? I guess if you're in an AI match, maybe they don't care about those, but yeah. you, you just ended up with somebody who's never done this before. He's 10 and going, dude, I'm, look, I'm making Lucio move, Dad. That's <laughs> great, guys, son. I can skate. <laughs> I got skates on. Check it out. And that may have been it. Uh, I like what 8-Bit Adventures in the chat said. He says, I have encountered such a Lucio before. It's a very, yeah, very, sto yeah. very story-like telling of his encounter. It may be the same man. Did he have a, a green headset upon his ears? <gasps> oh, my gosh. That was the one. And six fingers on his right hand. Okay, roll for initiative. Oh, we're not playing that right now. <laughs> I, I liked the fully work, though. Yeah, I have my <laughs> dice at the handy all the time now, so if we ever need them, they're right here. We only really need them on Saturday, but, you know, for any reason, if anybody needs to roll a die, I now have them. Bo always had them. I think Dan, uh, uh, Larry, <laughs> Larry, John maybe had some near him, but I've always had these off in a box in place. Nope, not now. Right here. Need a D6? Gotcha. Need a D8? No problem. I got two 20s right there. <laughs> Like the couple of testicles, one's a little lower than the other one. It sounds like a brag, like you're about to intimidate some street toughs. You're like, I got two twenties. Oh, the idea I'm not gonna mess with that guy. Throwing down like step it up style out there with a couple of dice, be great. Anyway, so there's that. Blood Anubis says I'm a big fan of the new co-host Larry. Me too. He's yeah. really improved. Wait. He's he's better. My brain. I farted. hear he I hear he doesn't lock his camera. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> But as far as my Ev goes, I really like her. Uh, but it took a while because, I, like I said, I had the really bad two games. Oh, you were her so when those bad. games were happening. I didn't understand yeah. that. Okay, all right. For the first half of yesterday, I had a 0% win rate on my Ev. It was bad. And I fi it finally clicked. And I will say for anybody who wants to get into my Ev uh, in a gameplay set, the best thing you can do is focus on her Q ability, Fan of Knives, and her D ability, Vault of the Wardens. Okay. Make that your priority to learn. If you can master those two abilities, it will start to click for you. Because hmm. that's what it did for me. Because the other abilities are a little weird, a little circumstantial. They'll kind of come with time. But if you can get to where you're hitting multiple enemies with your Q and getting the fast reset, so you're getting that out quickly and dodging abilities properly with D, all of a sudden you'll be feeling really good on that character. All right. And is she, I mean, well, we can, I guess we can get into some of this stuff, but do you, do you feel like she's got a, what's her potential in a fight? In other words, some people are going to come in like uh gray man. He's going to just tear people apart and burst them down. Um, you have other characters who are doing sustainable damage. Like where does she fit in all that? Is she going to scare me? Is she going to make me go, Oh no, I'm dying too fast. Or, or is she just sort of going to be there chopping away and I, you know, need to do my best to avoid her? Like, how's, how, how are you feeling about that state of things with her? She is like a melee chaos. She's going to make you very aware of where you are in relation to your team. 
because if you get in a position where it's you and a buddy or two close up, she is going to chunk through you faster than you can believe. You're going to be shocked at how much health you lose in a little amount of time. If it's one-on-one, she's probably not going to seem like that big of a threat. Okay. But her... So what, where is she deriving most of her... Is it auto attacks that are doing it? Is it her Q combined with her avoidance skills? Like, what? Where, how, how am I feeling that all that life go away so quickly? Uh, it's the Q. So if the Q hits more than one hero, yeah. it gets to... I think it's like a one second or a half second cooldown. Mm-hmm. And it hits hard. Uh, it's actually the ability on its own hits pretty good, but it's got a decent cooldown. So if it's 1v1, you're not feeling it that bad. You know, it hits you and, you're, oh, okay, that was a decent hit. But if all of a sudden she's spamming it every couple of seconds, in addition to auto attacking you, all of a sudden she's gone from, you know, poking to, oh, this is a serious threat. This is a problem. Mm. Okay. I'm trying to decide how I feel about that. I was, I know, I normally don't like abilities that depend on proximity. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, as long as there are two people in front of you, you now do this. Or as long as there's a, a wall nearby, then you can do this. Like, I, I kind of prefer the autonomous character more that can just be a danger in whatever way they're a danger on their own without any kind of weird circumstantial thing. But it sounds like that's her. Like, that's that's her thing. Is to She needs that additional body in front of her to truly maximize her damage potential. And maybe that's fine. It, maybe that's it definitely fine. is the thing that pushes her into, you know, there's a lot of people crying nerf already on her, which is not uncommon for new heroes. I don't know if I'm there yet. We've been, we've had people link us videos. I've seen some of the crazy videos of people doing insane things with her. Um, and I think that potential comes up when you have the clumped up characters and the quick resets. But when it's, uh, I think she still can do okay. Even by herself, she's just not that impressive. Okay. Uh, John or Bo, you agree? Like in terms of, I know you've been playing a lot more Gazlo than her, but (laughs) yeah, no, but I got in five or six games total. Um, I think what resonated with me, what John said is that. I was playing solo, so when I got paired up versus a my my Maeve a Maeve with with who had like a teammate, like one had a Medivh pocket like protector. Yes. I guess that's what you call a Medivh. <laughs> it was just exclusively healing you as a pocket, not a pocket he healer. It's there, right? A in pocket, the pocket protector. Um, like it was really irritating. So yeah, I, I would say she, her power level increases, but I'll be honest. I just I I still can't wrap my head around when I'm doing lots of damage versus when I'm doing doing poopy damage. Mm. Um, I was kind of too caught up trying to do fancy moves for the first while. So one thing that is a huge disappointment that I'm putting on blast here, and it's probably balanced, so maybe it's okay. But when you press E, mm-hmm. that's the Vengeance Ghost, right? And it goes out. And what I try to do is press W for my Umbrella Bind, and then yeah. I I hook I hook someone. You know, so I'm going to pull them. But by now, since I pressed E first uh, behind me, the E is going like into my base. Yeah. So with the tether on, I press E and teleport to my base. Now, the way I expect this to work is for the umbrella bind to go, oh, crap, you're outside and pull them to me. Mm. But it actually doesn't pull all the way. It pulls like some set distance. So it'll pull you if you don't use the E, if, if that isn't an issue what it normally does is the pull pulls it pulls the character, the enemy hero to your position. Mm-hmm. 
But if you teleport out and do fancy trick, it doesn't do what the tooltip says. It doesn't pull to her position. It pulls to some cheating position in favor of the enemy team, basically, as far as I can tell. And I didn't, that was a turnoff to me because it might, when I, when I say it out loud, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, it seems overpowered if, if we have it my way. Yeah. But that's what I was really looking forward to. And we don't get that. Because <laughs> what, yeah, what you're describing is almost like a non- ingesting version of 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 engorge or something it's know? like a hook it's like you know what you, you know they've they've learned this lesson with artanis they mm-hmm. didn't give artanis his phase prism and slash dash combo because they feared it would be op yeah. like i think if Maev's op right now because i hear her win rates are really high and mm-hmm. her stuff is really splashy probably because her damage is tuned up too high I think her identity is the crowd control effects that she would bring to a team composition. So she shouldn't be doing a ton of damage. Like the fact that she has a lot of crowd control should mean she does less damage than a, than a damaged dude, I guess. You'd normally consider. Yeah. I would see, I would think that as well. That seems logical, but she's in the, I was looking at the numbers. She's at like 61% win rate on hot slogs, which is pretty high for uh, she yeah. also pairs very very well with a lot of heroes that are popular right now mm. um her ability to kind of focus things into one area uh she i had a game where i had a genji and a butcher on my team yeah. and it was just ugly it was it was not pretty the things that would happen to people as soon as the little wardens came up and confined everybody mm-hmm. it just it's so much damage all at once. So you think that circle should be brought in like, like half. <laughs> Don't you think that circle is like way too big? It's big. I think, I think the balance part of it, or at least what they consider the balance part of it is the delay of it coming up. Cause I've certainly had plenty of times where I've like landed it and felt really good about it. And everybody's outside of it because it takes a, you know, a half a second or whatever it is to, to pop up but um i can see that but also i i would think that if they made it smaller it might actually be a buff because now you're containing them in an even smaller area mm. okay but i don't know it, it, it's hard mm. to say because you can you know use up one of the pushes and then funnel your way out so i don't know you it, were it could be you were talking last week how you didn't think we were going to use that ultimate very much that that wouldn't be the go-to have you changed your mind on that yeah uh Oh, I thought it was me. Though. Either either of you. But, uh, like... well, we can both answer. I would say yes. <laughs> Bo, what would you say? I would say probably yes. I spent all my games with containment disc, which is awesome and easy to hit, by the way. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it looks to me like the other one's very powerful for team wombos. Okay. And containment disc, yeah. remind me, basically is like wrapping them uh, for... It's a cocoon. Yeah, yeah, the time stops in four seconds. The one benefit is you can give these um, psych out things because there's a six second... You hit somebody with it, and then there's a six-second window where you can activate it. Mm. So you can activate it right away, or you can wait the full duration, and you can kind of play mind games with your prey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I still think it's the alt I like better because it will cancel out a Lili or a, you know just a, a Malthiel uh, alting in the group. I think it. I think bigger picture, it's still the better ultimate, mm. but. The other ultimate's really strong too, apparently. So, all right. Yeah, I, I, my big thought on it, and again, going back to calling her, you know, a comparison to like Kaelthos, is imagine if Kaelthos with his living bombs had a way to contain you all in one tight space. That's mm-hmm. essentially what this can potentially do. 
So I think that's why I've ultimately landed on liking it better is I realized quickly how much more damage she does when you can hit multiple with Fan of Knives. So anything that can contain a whole bunch of people uh, just makes her damage output go crazy. Yeah. Well, that's sounds... you, Scott. You said you played some games. A, with a little bit. I didn't I didn't play a ton. I got maybe two real games in and uh, and otherwise played a whole lot in try mode and a couple of little quick AI things that I quit early and that sort of stuff just to sort of, I don't know, meal around and feel better about like where that you quit tonight. early what happened that you were like i'm done with this game well in like <laughs> ai matches i'll tell you how ai matches are for me now when i start one i it's rare that i really really want to do that like i I, yeah. ha- I hate to go to fruition because even though maybe a shorter match you put them all on easy and just kind of crank through it it just feels i don't know there's a weird empty feeling to to finishing an ai match for me I know for some people, it's a fine way to play the game and a great way to ramp a character up and learn the stuff before you go and face people and all that. I have no problem with any of that. But my time in AI matches have never been... It feels like I'm being counterproductive in a lifestyle kind of way. And so I, yeah. I have to get the H out. So what I'll usually do is go in and we maybe get a couple of you know keeps down and then I'll go, all right, <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to get out of here. And then, But usually what that means is I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to go play a real game. And then right. I'll go play a real five on five quick match or something. Um, but in the couple that I got into, um, she felt pretty good to me. Um, like I say, her cool factor is off the charts for me. I think she's super badass. But I am a little bit, um, I both said it earlier, I'm a little bit like I was with, and still am to some degree, with um, uh, characters like uh, uh, John Delancey. What's his? Uh, <laughs> freaking Alarak. Alarak. It's the way I am with Alarak. Oh, he's, he's he's pretty great by all accounts, but I still feel like I he feels unwieldy to me, like I'm like I'm never doing it right. And that would come with more practice and focus and I haven't given it to him, but but that's kind of how I feel with her initially. Um that's not always true of, of a new character for me. Sometimes I just click right away. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I totally get it." And then there are other times where it just takes a while to kind of figure out you know combos and rotations and sometimes they're so vastly different than what i have been playing that it just feels like muscle memory confusion so there's some of that going on with her for me but i've only i mean two games isn't enough to to do anything really so yeah. um yeah, I, I totally get that too i feel i feel a little awkward with her okay yeah, yeah. but i'm I sure don't know the optimal together. combos mm-hmm. there have been a couple times where I've lost my character. I'll let me admit here, I've lost my character. Like, I didn't know where I ended up. Wow. Because I tapped E and then and I tapped E again and somehow blinked somewhere. And I'm like, where's my guy? What am I doing? And we win the fight and I find my guy and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's pretend I didn't, what I did in there was really awesome. You know what happens? Every time she's stuck in a in, in a vent or a bush for more than a half a second, that's 10,000 years for a warden. So you have to be careful. Yeah. You know, a long time. Yeah, oh, you don't want yeah. to mess her up. I mean, if we're sticking to the lore, I guess it's not really her problem. It's more Illidan's problem, but whatever. Um, in a bush? Does she stuck in a bush for 10,000 years? <laughs> I don't know. I was just sort of making it up. <laughs> Bo, Bo got very serious yeah, about this. Really like, about I wasn't sure if I, I, I was missing something. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, nah, she's fine. Whatever. She'll be in there. She'll probably get played in one of our, our uh, quick matchy warm-up-y uh, team league things tonight. So watch for that. Um, I'm actually kind of want to watch. I always like to do when there's a character I'm not feeling super confident with. I always like watching one of you play. There's something about that that's like um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. 
It's not like you're showing me how to play. Uh, educational. Or it's just... No, but it's just you. You see. Oh, you press W then the Q. I'll yeah. try that next and time it, I play. And it also helps. It helps for me to get a feel f- to know how I have to play with her as another character, like in the team composition. That that informs me more about her character and needs and uses than it does sometimes just playing her raw like that. It's hard to explain, but I just I'm sure I'm sure this isn't. There's probably a better way to say it, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this. But sometimes that's a great way for me to get to know a character is by fighting alongside of it before i really get into it so anyway there's that she's great check her out uh she'll probably get nerfed (laughs) um (laughs) john you asked the question here at least an interesting one when was the last time we all got hooked on the same character at the same time uh this may not be a case of all three of us getting hooked on it but that's happened before i think um when was the last time remember when it was because i didn't know that bo's games had been i just saw him playing a lot of heroes so i assumed it was my of Mm-hmm. but uh i i'm trying to remember the last time we all were a hundred percent hooked on the same hero at the same time where we actually like kind of stopped playing with each other because uh, we we all wanted to play the same character i don't think is that hasn't happened in a long time i feel I like tra- Trace, list. tracer may have been a bit of a problem that way but just a little um you mean I know Bo and I traded off on Kel'Thuzad a bit. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't really played him. It's not really my guy. Did we all play Garrosh? Or I think that may have no, been. A I Bo played John a ton thing. of Garrosh. Are yeah. you kidding? I remember those days. That was a that was more of a Bo John thing. I think so much as a... you not remember me throwing you all the time, and you'd be like, "Don't throw me." No, I couldn't. I couldn't remember if Scott got into him. I knew you did, and I knew I did. I, I liked him for a hot few levels, and then I kind of fell off of Garrosh. I don't know why. I don't know what happened there. Varian, maybe? I don't know. Maybe Varian. I did play Varian. Oh, you know what? Varian was pretty bad at first. I was playing a lot of Twin Blades Varian because that was the way to play him at first. And I thought. John and I would play a lot of Valira. Yeah, that was one that you and I, we would be playing on at the same time and we would actually message each other and be like, you want to play games? Yeah, I'm just playing Valira. Okay, well, good luck in your games then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was one of those where I had no one to play with because. I don't play Valera at all. So I was like, well, while they're fighting over her, it was like I could it was like you were two dogs pulling a piece of beef apart. I was over there pretending that I don't know, Stukov's the best. Yeah, I say it's usually two of three. Yeah, I that's true. That's yeah. generally true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am part of it. Maybe is, Artanis was all no Scott, you didn't really play Artanis. Not really. Me. When I when there's a character that one of you is super into, I keep my distance. And it isn't because I don't want to play it. I just feel like I want to play with you and I want that I want you to be having fun, but also you're kicking A with with whatever character it is, or else you wouldn't be enjoying it so much. So in those Artanis days, it was like, oh, I kinda want to learn Artanis, but I'd much rather play with John's Artanis and do some some <laughs> other character. Or I would <laughs> rather I'd rather play <laughs> I'd rather play with Bo's <laughs> Bo's garage than you know, fight over getting him. This all sounds bad. Oh yeah, yeah, the want you want axe period of our lives. I remember that nobody could touch. I felt like no nobody could touch Zuljin because Bo had a a contract with him, but it was okay because he's so good. Yeah, trolls are great. Put another troll in the game. Oh please, Zuljin was one I was afraid to play because of how into it Bo got. I was just like, I can't play this character. I'm sorry, don't let me like. We don't have licking rules on these guys. You know, if you really want to play, just tell me. No, 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 no I it's know, not that. but that one you licked aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You were an aggressive licker. You want lick? <laughs> Ugh, troll licking. 
It's gross. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it's a it's a fun time to be a Maev Shadowbong uh, fan. So get in while the getting's hot. All right, let's talk about the PTR patch happened. There were some changes, and uh, not the least of which, of course, was the launch of Maev. But uh, she launched a little bit different than she did before. And the notes don't even indicate this, but she was uh, she now has natural 10 armor, which used to be 15. So she's lost five of her baked-in armor. Uh, that may not be where she's a problem, so I don't know why that happened, but whatever. Sometimes this stuff happens. They, you know, they spend a week on the PTR, and then they hit with a new... With a tw- slight tweak to some number, and nobody got told why, and that's fine. Yeah, it was kind of funny. The original PTR didn't say anything about the armor, yeah. and you could see it in game, but the original notes didn't say anything. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, and, and now instead of fifteen, it's actually ten. Yeah. So oh, okay. <laughs> there you go, ten armor. Use it wisely, I suppose. Uh, oh, does she feel to you guys a little um, squishy? Because she did to me. I'm probably not using my D right. Got to use that D, you know. And I wasn't Did you using play it with right. any tanks on your team. Uh, I think so. I think there may have been an because yeah. uh, my quick match experience has been mostly tankless. So you end up being the de facto tank, mm. and that doesn't work too good. Yeah, yeah. she felt squishy. Yeah. Me, but, yeah. She felt kind of like a Malthiel and a Zuljin in that she feels like even though she has armor and things like that, she's one of those characters that rides the knife's edge. You're gonna be in that fight. And you need to commit to it and be in it and do what you got to do. Because if you're playing cautiously, you're not going to be playing right. And if you stay in the way you should, you either live or you die. Yeah. She kind of feels like one of those heroes. Yeah, I can totally see that. Um, Let's see what else. Genji. No, sorry. Volskaya. So Volskaya Industries, not Industries, Foundry. (laughs) Getting all this stuff confused. Uh, Turrets are now placed instantly and they act like totems. Uh or sorry, no, healing. Sorry, turret. healing acts like totem. Sorry, like a healing totem. Now, where that I always thought turrets were instant. So, where was I all this no, time? No, there's, there's a quick channel. It's really quick. I think it's 0.5 seconds, maybe one second. And if there's a channel bar, it just bloop fills up. Really? Okay, yeah, I missed. But that. it doesn't do it anymore. So, okay. I'm so happy about this change. The amount of times I died with a turret because I expected it to be fast and instant, and it wasn't. And that's just. Oh, all right. Well, you, you can cancel it too. If you press F and right click in a hurry, you'll cancel your own placements. That's what I did. Yeah, that's yep. what I did all the time. I did not ever notice that. I guess I wasn't doing a lot of turret work, but um, I guess that's fine. That, that map is still, that map has grown on me a lot. I like it. And I like it when it rolls. Good yeah, map. I think it's fun. I like being in the mech. I think that they made that genuinely fun. So there's that. I, I know a few little secrets of Gazlo too on this map. Oh. So so if you sneak to the enemy bottom fort, you know yeah. where point C is, yeah. you can you can put your turrets on the conveyor belt. Okay. And it'll push it towards their fountain. And you just keep feeding turrets in it until you kill the fountain. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so that good. That feels like something they're gonna change. And now that you've uh, said yeah. it. Don't tell loud. Blizzard. There's nobody from Blizzard <laughs> listens to this show. No, so no. We're we're, we're in the clear. But um yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a great little trick. I was just standing there, just putting turrets into the into the conveyor. I'm I'm surprised they haven't figured out a way to to get this engine to block anything that there's still a wall standing for behind it. Meaning outside of nukes, like they don't. I, I don't think Blizzard wants you to be able to slowly chip away at anything that's that's there that is outside of t- tur- or uh, tower range. Like any of that's going to piss them off. So. 
I'm surprised yeah. there's not just some blanket like uh, everything has has unlimited hit points unless uh, unless there's some other reason there's a you know a tower or a, a wall is down or a tower is down or something like that. Well, they move some of the fountains around because one of the things I used to be able to do on Tomb with Lee Ming is just snipe the fountains. Yeah. Like you start a match and you do nothing but launch, go into like hidey holes yeah. and launch orbs and magic missiles and and if you die, who cares? Your mission is to kill all three of the fountains as soon as possible with Li Ming, and it, it works pretty effectively. Learned that thanks to Mage Wars. Can she still do that? Yeah. She can't do that now, can she? Um, I don't know. I haven't tried it since they moved the fountains around, but I think she still can actually on that map. Wow. And, um, I mean, so it yeah, was, d- yeah. It was people sniping fountains that caused them to add shielding as a part of the fountain uh, health to begin with. Like, oh these, right. These strategies have been around for a while. I think it's so good that Bo found another That's one. It's so cheesy. Well, because it, 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 like, also that map is so great for Gaslow because point C, you know, there's the circle conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. You put your turrets on there, and when the enemy arrives, because you have to get there first, yeah. they're just like, they don't want to go in because there's just this like, endless chain of turrets spinning around. It's amazing. Yeah. And also put the extra big turret on there. And, uh, well, you have a merry-go-round. Oh, right. So fun. you have <laughs> you have a big turret, and you've got your little. There's like eighteen turrets on the damn thing. Not eighteen. You can have probably get three or four on there. Uh, <laughs> you walked that, yeah, but one that's back plenty. A bit, but that is that is it. plenty. It it it's when Tracer comes in. Tracer doesn't last long with a bunch of turrets peppering her. So it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it sounds good. Now I want to yeah. see this. I want to see this Master Gas low play tonight in our uh, in our games. And we might not want to do that. We are playing with John. And I guarantee you, I will not be, <laughs> I will no, be nowhere near any team fights and I will not be doing anything productive on the map. Yeah. So John, if you're prepared to handle it, then we'll do it. Well, if we you play, but if, you, if you yeah. play Gaslow in a ranked game, you're not going to do stuff that would cause your crap to go down. So, you know, you could still be effective with him and, no, and not. No, I don't think you can be effective with Gaslow and play him the right, play him, play heroes the right way. <laughs> that doesn't have, that doesn't work. That's hilarious. You have to you have to be uh think of that. Think of what you just an said. Obnoxious, yeah. You have to be obnoxious, selfish, self centered, and you'll you'll win games, and if you don't win them, you get to play Gazlo, so it's fine. <laughs> That's really funny to me. That's how that works. That's how Gazlo works, everyone. Mm. All right. There you go. Uh, and you said healing acts like a totem. Uh, up till now, it's just been a little poop, poop you did, right? You basically created a little lingering fart, and if you stood around it, you get heals. Now what? It drops like a item on the ground. You got to stay near it. Yeah, it's yeah. like um, if you have ever played any supports that drop the totems, like Lily might have one yeah, or yeah. might have had one. Yeah, just like that, except it looks cooler. It's got a cool little. It's like what? Uh, what's his name? Uh, which which is the one? Oh, I used to I used to sometimes use it with um, uh, Tassadar sometimes. And Tassadar, uh, we drop a. Didn't he drop like a? Not wasn't a totem, but it was a a healing thing. Now, what am I thinking of? Who am I thinking? Lucio of? and his boombox. No, somebody. Regar had one. I think once upon a time, um, Carl Jim had one. Maybe Carl Jim's who I'm thinking of, because you could choose yeah. it at one point, and it was like a, it was an actual totem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who I'm thinking of is Carl Jim. He would drop yeah. a totem. It'd be a, a, a kind of a weird pick at that level, but it was usually when I felt like. You know, people are dying quick. And I well, even... he still has the mystic ally, the green one mm-hmm, that yeah. heals two percent per second. I think mm-hmm. so. Does the same thing. Same deal. Yeah, they just made it more. It, it, instead of him having a pocket full of totems for no reason, it was an actual thing that fit his lore better, like they've been doing yeah. in the game. But so that's how that acts now. It's no longer like 
John popped a fart and we all stand in his in his grace. He has to yeah. put it on the ground and now we have to be around it if we want any healing benefit out of it. That now has been relegated to just real life interactions. Perfect. That's great. That's what I always wanted anyway. Um, breathe it in, folks. Let's see. Genji, surprise nerfs. What happened to him? Uh, his Dragon Blade got its damage reduced from 240 to 220. And the Dragon Becomes Me talent at level 20. Uh, bonus duration was decreased from 0.75 seconds to 0.5 seconds per hero hit. Mm. So they nerfed his ult. So the Shimada Brothers uh, combination has yielded a couple of, of nerfs. That and then Hanzo too. As you put in here, nerfed like his brother before him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were his? Were they significant? Oh, there's, a, I don't know if you guys heard, there's uh, some talk from the Overwatch team of getting, now, they said other things are possible, but one of the options they're considering is getting rid of his ricochet shot or his, uh, what is it called? When you bounce it off walls. Oh, uh, um, scattershot. Scattershot. They're thinking of removing scattershot from Overwatch. And the reason I think that's wow. important to mention, if they end up doing that, and I'm, actually, I don't think they will. I think they'll figure out another way to do it. It's like removing Mercy's res. Like, they would solve all of Mercy's problems if they got rid of her res, but they don't want to do it. Yeah. So I think it's the same with that. Um, there's certain characters he's just one-shotting by ricocheting on the floor perfectly and then just killing Arisa and people like that in a single shot, and they, they think it's ruining games. So anyway, the point is, have we haven't had this happen yet where... Because Overwatch is really uniquely situated to be a uh, a set of mechanics per character that translate almost directly over to Heroes of the Storm. Almost. Not entirely, but for the most part, they kind of come straight over. And they're iconic things, like the ricochet shot thing. Scattershot, rather. Uh, for Lucio, his his uh, right-click boop thing. He They have it in this uh, as your cue, and so on. If they remove something significant like that, from the game it came from like scattershot no longer part of overwatch that's weird isn't it isn't it a little weird uh, it's it's weird but i i think i'd rather from a game design the line design <laughs> philosophy that they adhere to what improves the game versus what is canon right mm, mm. yeah it is weird uh which is why it's almost which is why the Overwatch translations are kind of weird to begin with, because no, yeah. there's nothing stopping them from taking an Overwatch hero and saying, you know what, Swift Strike on Genji doesn't belong in Heroes of the Storm. We had it, it's cool, but it's a ridiculous mobility effect that nobody in this game probably should have. Yeah. Let's just give him a big ninja star. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, or whatever cool other thing that he doesn't get in Overwatch. Yeah. Which we, I, I don't think we see that a lot. Like, Besides second ultimates, we don't see kits that stray far from them with Overwatch, do we? No, not really. So. That's and that's my my whole point. It, and it's funny because I I understand why. There's a couple of reasons why. It's this great philo philosophical talk we could have about this. But in the case of like in World of Warcraft, we get Maiev. We really don't have anything to base her stuff on. We don't even know what role she'll be until they tell us. Because why? Because we don't know. Same with Thrall. He could have been a tank or a shaman or some other thing. But no, they made him assassin and they focused on a few things that are cool elemental abilities but it's not like we're going oh that's not like he was in wow well it's because he wasn't any of those things in wow or warcraft 3 before that so they can get away with it with just every other ip and they can just tweak it now diablo scooches a little closer to the line and says well if you're going to make nazebo better have some frogs better knew the zombie wall better have you know that stuff the spiders that stuff's got to feel like it comes from diablo 
So mechanics to mechanics, a little closer there with all those characters. Then you come to Overwatch where it's got, almost got the exact same control scheme in terms of you got these two or three things plus an ultimate. That matches really well with a MOBA. And so much of who these characters are aren't about backstory, aren't about the three games they were in before this game came out. It's about their kit and what they do on the battlefield. So you get this much closer translation. And I think that's both hard to avoid and also difficult to, to tweak with later. So I talked about taking one away from Hanzo. They also, not that long ago, it's been a while now, but they, they added those homing missiles to, uh, to D.Va. In, yeah. in Overwatch, and they're awesome. It's my favorite thing in her kit. I freaking love it. And it's got a small cooldown, and I can do serious damage, and it puts people in corners. It's great. But they didn't bring that over to Heroes, and, and why would they? I mean, maybe they will at some point, but the opposite has happened. Uh, Lucio got his ring in Heroes of the Storm, and they went back and added that to, to Overwatch because it made, you know, whatever sense it made over there. So, this yeah, could think, be yeah. This could be a dangerous conversation that dovetails into release schedule. It could. Heroes has an aggressive hero release schedule. Yeah, that's and, true. And I don't know. They can't just add infinite amount of people to balance the game. So that committed team to the game only has so much time to uh, pay attention to so many problems. You know, I think, I think the game and and they said this at BlizzCon that they would reduce the amount of heroes are releasing. The hope for me is that it's to spend more time looking at like things like Swift Strike. Like honestly, I love Swift Strike on Genji. It's way too long. That thing needs to be cut in half. There's a lot of tweaks and nuance that will improve the game that doesn't have to match whatever IP it comes from. That right. just needs to happen for the game. Right. I'm sure there's a huge list. So, and I'm uh, fine John with that. Say something oh, yeah, go ahead, John. Intro. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree. And I think it's interesting because let's say we live in a world where D.Va starts getting designed for heroes now. I bet those homing missiles are in the kit, you know, and we don't know that for sure. But I, I do think there's an interesting discussion or theorizing that we can do where it's, uh, it's a case of, they look at it and they say, well, this is the kit. Let's how do we translate it as it currently stands? Whereas Overwatch is sitting there saying, oh, we can do whatever we want with it. Yeah. You know, we need to try to stay true to the character. But I I know when I played Overwatch, I thought Hanzo's scatter era was the worst thing in the world. And I'm not surprised to hear that they're changing it. Yeah. Yeah. Are uh, people really good with Hanzo? I thought it was just you get lucky. No, sometimes. Hanzo is like right now he is considered i mean part of it's because these pro games have shown all kinds of <laughs> things that That's characters true. shouldn't be able to do and things are getting nerfed left and right as a result but um you know they they, they nerfed the hell out of Junkrat, and he's got even more coming but he has this he had this uncanny ability in these pro games to throw his concussion mines which by the way he gets two of in uh overwatch now doesn't have oh, just the really? one anymore yeah so you go, you can throw one and blow it up or throw one and a second and blow them both up if you want or throw one, blow it up, throw the second one, blow it up. And then you have a cooldown. Can you juggle yourself in midair doing that stuff? I probably, I don't know if I've seen much of that. Oh, no, they blow up at the same time. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they do. They totally It'd do. It'd be cool if they did and you could just fly in the air. Yeah, but he's, but he's pretty crazy <laughs> and I've seen him, you know, take a, you know, be just running around, look up in the corner, go, oh, there's a, um, there's a Farah. Bam, she's out of the sky dead because he just is a is a perfect shot with his grenade thrower thing. 
and they're yeah. not his grenade thrower, but his his mine. And then he'll come around the corner, and oh, there's a widowmaker in the cubby hole. Throws the next one up there. Bam, she's dead. Like they they do crazy things at the professional level in that game. So they keep tweaking stuff. So I don't expect them to give me an extra concussion mine in in heroes. Maybe they could talent that in later. But why does it feel like they should? Not that they should. I'm not saying I want them to. But there's this feeling of, well, you kind of have to, right? Because they're so analogous to each other. They're not just an NPC I talked to in WoW once. They're these characters that played a certain way, and now they play the same way except three patches ago in a whole different game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, and people I, come over and want to be... They're, they're going to come over to Heroes and be immediately familiar with what they do, even if they're terrible at Heroes, right? They're, I played that guy who plays level two under Tracer plays Tracer the exact same way in both games. And so that makes it easy maybe for that person to come over. Right. 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 And I, but, I, but I also yeah. think it works both ways. I mean, one of the things we've said on this show is I kind of wish they didn't have to come over one for one. Right. And so in that regard, it, it doesn't seem weird to me. Like it, it seems okay that it's not one-to-one because that's kind of what I wish they were doing to begin with. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that either. I bet they I'll bet though if they're honest, if you sat down with the artists, designers, concept dudes, people in charge of hero launches, and said, What do you prefer? I'll bet they prefer the WoW and StarCraft stuff because they can just go places they don't it's 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 undiscovered country, right? Yeah. So to to make Tassadar do what he does, you know kind of what a um what's he called? And the what's his unit? Um it's an, uh, high Templar. Templar. Yeah, his his Templar, his his electric floor thing, uh, is is reminiscent of what it used to be in the RTS or what it is in the RTS. But you can go so much further with Tassadar and, and create so much more around him than you can Tracer. She has to have quick loading pistols, she has to zip back and forth. It's not like you're gonna make her a tank or make her in a specialist or have her do weird shit. It doesn't really match anything. Do we even have a specialist from Overwatch? We don't. There's no such thing. They're all assassins yeah, or tanks. Yeah. They're all assassins or tanks on support. But there's nothing that you would consider that. So even though, I mean, I think Bo's figured out a way to make Junkrat that. <laughs> um, but, but you know, it's yeah. an interesting, I don't know. To me, it's just an interesting twist in, in what it takes to make these heroes in this game from their existing IPs. And the decision to include Overwatch in that, I think, is is a hard one for them. I think it's good that they're doing it, but I'll bet it's hard. Let me, uh, let me. I want to ask you guys a question in that same vein. And this is going to sound like I'm asking you to maybe make a jaded statement, and I apologize. But do you think they do that because, and they have said that they get a lot of oversight from the Overwatch team when they add an Overwatch hero. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is the result of the Overwatch team telling them what they should do? Do you think this is them feeling pressure that, hey, Overwatch is a very big popular game, and if we're going to bring the hero over, we should match it as closely as possible because then maybe we hook Overwatch characters? Or do you think it's genuine, like, hey, we're a fan of these characters from this game, so this is what we wanted to do with these characters. I get the feeling it's a little of both of those things. I think column one and column two in that way, but I don't think it's an uncomfortable place. I think what it is is they had to sort of make a big higher-up decision at some point to say, this is going to be our philosophy when we move these characters over because they just 
They're just a unique challenge. And so the, the goal will be to, to replicate them and me. And then, and then on that, you can say on the other side of that, well, that will help players coming from overwatch to heroes to be more familiar with the thing they came over for, you know? So I think there's a benefit to that. I don't think it's like a pressure thing. I mean, I could be wrong. This could be totally wrong. They may, for all I know, they resent the hell out of that team and they can't stand it. <laughs> but I, but I doubt it. Like, like I said, they took Lucio stuff back to the other game. Now, whether that was initiated by which side, who knows, but, but that was a smart move. That was them seemingly, at least from our view, that was us going, oh yeah, see, see how we have this visual representation of what Lucio is capable of in, at, a, at a, any given moment. Wouldn't that be cool if that was also in the shooter and they figured out a way to do it. So, so it's the only example of that I can think of at the moment um, where it went back the other direction, but yeah, I mean, I think it's probably a little bit of both and I think it's harder for them because they just have to be a little more straight about it and they can't get too creative. Whereas your argument that you wish they could be more creative with it. I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, one place they do have some, some of that freedom is in talents, which doesn't exist in overwatch. Mm-hmm. So it's just worth mentioning just to bring up since we're having a fulsome discussion about it, just to include the fact that they're like them. What I really liked about Junkrat was the talent that the, the toothy, the bitey things that doesn't happen in Overwatch, right? No, the, 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 the steel it's... trap just sits still, but you get the, the clampity teeth that go. Yeah. And, but in the yeah, case like, of Overwatch, amazing, in the know? case of heroes though, they made it, uh, they made it indestructible. Whereas in Overwatch, you can blow that thing up. Yeah. So yeah, so there's I mean there yeah. are changes and adjustments that are game specific to them. So just in the fullness of discussion, mm-hmm. we should mention that talents do customize the characters. Also, uh, we didn't. Junkrat's actually a really good example of this. While while he uh, character wise and and sort of vibe and all that is is a really good translation of what he is in Overwatch. He's maybe had the most tweaks to tweaks to what he is. So his his uh, like you say his chompy thing. Uh, and its ability to stay and never blow up unless you put down a new one uh, or unless it bites somebody, that's not the case in the other game. Also, just the way he does his natural shooting in the old game is just fire four balls, reload, fire four balls, reload. That's just his ammo. In here, you have kind of a baked-in ammo that's an auto attack, but then you have your four balls that are treated totally separately from your regular shots. And the regular shots are homing. They don't. They don't have to hit by accident or you know be part of the chaos they will find their target because you're auto attacking so right in some ways they show they're showing with junk rat a willingness to step away just a tiny bit from but yeah. without yeah, so losing some, the essence of who he is you know? they, they do have to make concessions to the genre that they're playing in right like just right fps and, and moba needs yeah. these things i just think with the base kits it's still the, i think that the qwe uh, aspect of a hero is a core identity from Overwatch, like, and it's just literally ripped from Overwatch to Heroes, right. basically. And and so when you talk about Hanzo getting, basically, I don't know if it's his W, but his shift key, whatever that makes the, you know, getting that replaced is like a dissonance with that sort of policy. Yeah, it so, is weird to have yeah. it completely gone and have something else happen. That hasn't happened yet. This is all, you know, speculation, but they are talking about yeah. that being on the table. Um, what, what do you think they give him? Like, a- I have no idea. <laughs> what they do with him because i mean right now he's such a i don't know there's some people he used to be just considered oh lucky shot billy there right just getting shots <laughs> whatever but he is a lot more skilly now than he used to be but i at least he feels that way when i play him um mm. I, I don't know i don't know what he what he needs but then blizzard always figures this stuff out in heroes also they'll they'll replace a thing and i'll go 
Oh, mind control with Sylvanas is so much cooler than I thought it was. You know, I wouldn't have thought how cool yeah. they could implement it. So, is there anything Batman has, like a grappling hook or something? I bet he, he uses his best voice line and <laughs> says, Sake! And then he drinks, <laughs> and then all of his damage is increased, but he gets blurred drunk vision. I like it. You've done That's it. That's pretty good. You've done pretty it. Good. Why aren't you working at Blizzard? <laughs> Screw this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll see. Oh, and the other weird uh, difference is, like in Diva's case, she's so much like her character in the other game, except for that shield thing. A, shoots at the ground, like it's like a projection on the ground in Heroes, and it doesn't deflect all damage, it just reduces it. Uh, in Overwatch, it full-on stops all damage during its duration of any kind and shoots straight out ahead of her. So, you know, like you said, concessions for the game. That's the way it works. It's a fun to top, a fun topic to have, though, don't you think, chat room? Of course you do. I'll give you a minute to answer that because you got the lay going. All right, let's move on. Uh, oh, we didn't even get to Morales and her nerf. Uh, yeah, and Greymane has nerfs and, and Hanzo. There's Greymane. They're all pretty significant. Yeah. What happened to Greymane? Um, What's his big? So, so the the Greyman, I think, um, looks like it's actually not that bad. Uh, it just looks like his Gilnane cocktail has had some damage uh, reductions to it, but I think well, they got rid of Draught Overflow. Hmm, that's interesting. So it's just I think they wanted. So he's very versatile, but his Q build is the build. Yeah, you're no matter if you take no talents, your Worgen form is amazing. Mm -hmm. So basically, they've targeted nerfs to the Q build mm. so that you could take Wolf stuff. Yeah, but. I don't, I don't know. Wolf man. stuff's cool. I like wolves. But the, the Wizen Duelist. <laughs> hey, you into wolf stuff? <laughs> the Wizen Duelist change is actually good if you are just PSA for all you uh, players out there who might be too scared to take a stacks lost on death. Yeah. Grim task kind of talent. Um, it's now you get a stack, an extra 1% of damage for every auto attack, for every six attacks against an enemy hero. But if you're in Worgen form, it's triple. You gain triple stacks, and only half are lost on death. Mm. so this is a buff to that talent because you won't lose as much when you die and it's still a 30 percent increase uh fully stacked so mm. uh cool that's cool back when i played starcraft one and brood war i remember when patch notes would come out for tweaks and it would be stuff that would change and i'd go oh well i'll just make an extra zergling and that basically is back to where it was or oh that's fine i'll put up an extra bunker and who cares like i could think of the exact thing that you could add or do or tweak that would pretty much get you back to where you were pre-patch, but it required an extra 300 crystals to buy a thing or whatever. It's so much different in this game. <laughs> like every <laughs> yeah. time a change happens, you're like, ah, oh, shit. Well, uh, I get that they want me to try the quest talent for, for uh, wolf form, but I don't really want to do that. You know, like it feels like they push you in directions sometimes now. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying this game's hard to balance. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So hats off to him. Amen. Yeah. Although I'd rather see buffs than nerfs. Raise the raise the nerfs. No, raise the buffs, drop the nerfs. You know how the old saying goes from syndrome yeah. from uh the thing? When everybody's super, nobody is. Yeah. It patching Heroes of the Storm is exactly like the Incredibles. <laughs> uh, can't wait to see how they do it in the sequel. Okay. I, I know. I'm very curious. Although Am I the only one that, sorry, this is a dumb tangent. Mm. I, we shouldn't even do it, but am I the only one that's surprised that they haven't like aged more that like 
he's still a baby like that this is like that direct of a sequel oh yeah it's like straight up in the same exact timeline um i think the reason they're doing that is the only person that was a kid doing voices was dash i think and you could just replace him with any any actor kid oh, you think they're else. gonna replace him you don't think he's gonna show up hi guys <laughs> how's it going hey everybody what's going on like he's not gonna be that he's gonna be some other kid but i think everybody else they were already like adults and then some uh, like Craig T. Nelson, and they'll just play who they are. So I doesn't it doesn't surprise me too much. But I but part of me did want to see, hey, what's it like? What's what's Grandpa Incredible up to? And what happened with his kids? It's your kids, Marty. I wanted to kind of go there, you know. Yeah. But nope, not happening. That is a nice aside. I liked it, John. Well done. All right, yeah, thank you. What happened with Morales? She can't heal just any old random uh, wizard or a freaking minion now, huh? Or a or a merc. Nope, they, that's gone. She doesn't care anymore. That sucks. They, they removed her ability to care for lesser beings. I don't like that. I liked doing that once in a while. It was kind of a fun way to piss <laughs> off somebody in a lane who was dominating me, yet I could keep a Merc alive. You know? That was all right. That was a thing I could do. <laughs> well, not anymore. I will admit, though, I did it way less when I when she moved to energy and got rid of mana. Because yeah. uh, because now you're, you're really messing with a re- resource that you need to be kind of ready to have because it's so such a bursty resource and you get rid of it so quick. So I did it less anyway. So this isn't really going to affect me, but still I don't like, I don't like nerfs. Um, uh, this yeah. one isn't in here, but before we move on, there's one other, yeah. we probably talked about it last week because these are changes from last week's PTR patch notes and not the things we're running through. All right. But I played against a few, quite a few Malthiels. Have you guys played against Malthiel yesterday? No, today? no. Not since uh, the changes, he, no. He feels a little on the ridiculous side right now for self healing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what his win rate's at or what's going on, but uh, we were kind of ringing the death bell for Malthiel because he had a lot of changes. Um, and it's looking like maybe he's still going to be formidable. You know, so. they weren't ringing the death bell because he was literally the death, the death character. That's not what you meant. Like they were going to ring. Oh, death I didn't know. I wasn't punning it up. I, I <laughs> you did good though, without even trying. I liked it. <laughs> well, hold on now. I didn't know he was in some sort of trouble or nor did I know he was getting. Uh, so like in that. the PTR, he was, he's got, I mean, kind of not a rework, but like a major touching, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> A Chris major... Hansen level. <laughs> so, <laughs> take a seat. Um, so the uh... <laughs> <laughs> I blame you for that joke, by the way, Bo. That's fresh in my head because oh, because of the uh, take a seat, young, young Skywalker memes. Uh-huh. Yep. That's all yeah. you. Well done. Yeah. Uh, so the um, the soul rate, like everything, seems to do less damage, but the death shroud E is wider, which is great. But like his trait does less percentage damage. It went from two percent health to one point seven five percent health per second mm-hmm. like everything looks down so i have to like i i can't report on it this week but i can just say that the mouthfeels i've run into are sustaining like crazy right now hmm. and i think there must be a self-healing talent uh somewhere in there from what i've seen that just seems they, they he just seems like these things aren't affecting him all that much. Is he getting it early? Maybe. Is it happening earlier in his in his build? It, per game? it feels earlier, mm. and if but if he just feels just as obnoxious. There isn't, I don't know. It, but mainly, what I was noticing is, and I was playing my my Ev or or Gazlo, and I couldn't kill him as fast as I used to be able to, and it seemed very strange. Yeah. Well. So I think he's still gonna be all right. All right. Well, let's see how he does. Uh, cocking his head to the left and swiping your head off. He's great that way. Uh, 
Um, what else? Let's talk about this uh, lunar loot business, the Chinese New Year crap. Okay, all that. Uh, for some reason, John wants one of those ugly dog mounts, and I can't figure I out do. why. Why I watched you... the video and they were running around and they're panting and they look dopey and they're horrifying. They're horrifying. Those dogs. They look great. I no. think you know how there's you know how there's people who like you put a cat on anything and it's like way better because of it to yeah. them. Yeah. I think it turns out that I'm one of those people for dogs. <laughs> but is it only a certain it has to be like this pug face type thing or is it going to be any? No, dog? I think it's just dogs just yeah. in general. Like, yeah, we made it a dog. Okay. It gets way more interesting to me in that regard. <laughs> like even the dumb portrait, like when you go down and look at the portraits you're unlocking, yep. there's a real uh, dumb looking stone dog one. And I'm like, yeah, I like that portrait. That portrait's good. Yeah. So I understand. I, I understand I where mean, you're at. I get it. It's just what I don't like about him is it seems like a cute little puppy face plastered on a scary uh, <laughs> Asian uh, dynasty monster, you know? Like something that wants to kill me and eat me. That's normally like some sort of tiger with a mustache. Those like statues you see, but it's a pan, uh-huh. it's a panting dog face, and that that comp <laughs> that combination is weird. I can't help it. Like I'm looking at the still image of him right now, and there's just I don't know. There's a personality I like to him. They seem real stoked to be in the Nexus. Uh, they're happy to be there. Yeah, and they're uh, they're ready to go. And also, they're totally dogs. Yeah. Chat rooms saying like, "Hey, are they not dog? No, they're dogs. It's you're the dog. That's why they're dogs." Yeah, they're dogs, and they're yeah, you're the dog. That's right. That's totally what that is. I mean, duh. You don't even have to think about it. You're right. Um. All right. Well, there's that. Uh. What else? Oh, the brawl this week. So you wrote Mario Kart with a question mark. I've not touched this, so I don't know anything about what it is. But can someone uh, explain? Follow the follow the link. There's a link which I didn't see this page till just now. Yeah. Uh, the lunar scroll down to the part where it says "New Brawl." Ready your engines for lunar rocket racing. Oh my gosh! I do want that rocket. That's the mount I'm most interested in, not this puppy shit. But let's let's I'm... scroll down here and look. Oh, by the way, the artist for. Not this page, this thing that's on this page. Where is it? Is it up top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The art that's behind all of this in the rear of the website at the very top, and it's also yeah. part of the splash screen in the game. Same artist. What did uh, the one with Hanzo, the dragons one with Hanzo and Alexstrasza, kind of with the circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite new Blizzard artist. I love whoever that is. I am a hundred percent with you. So Dude. good. Oh, so good. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, let's go down here and look. Oh, yeah. Look at him racing rockets. Uh, mount up, race to the finish in this free-for-all brawl. Collect envelopes to gain abilities and outsmart your opponents. Stay alert because getting hit by a projectile will knock you off your mount. Yeah, that sounds like, <laughs> like Mario Kart to me. Pick up envelopes to gain access to different abilities. That's not in yet. That's in tomorrow or today. Is it already in? I- I think it's this week. It's usually later in the week when they change the brawl, but I don't know. I haven't. I clicked yeah, the brawl Thursdays, tab so rarely. I'm not sure. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, I think it's Thursdays. I'm not 100 percent on this, but anyway, I will. I'll. We got to do that. That sounds like fun. Well, it made me burp a little bit when I said it. <laughs> well, hey, Mario Kart is very exciting. I mean, Heroes Kart. Heroes. <laughs> what are they calling it? Wait, uh, Lunar Rocket Brawl. Lunar. Yeah, there it is. Lunar rocket racing. Sorry, yeah, rocket racing. Of these new skins, the Sylvanas, the Kelthos, the Zuljin, and the uh, Lunar Cassia. Who do who do we uh, 
Who are we rooting for there? Who do we like? I like the Sylvanas because it's one Sylvanas and two, the green one looks like Rogue from X-Men. It's like just combining <laughs> things I like. So I'm I'm on board with that. You're a rogue person, eh? Um, how about you, Bo? Do you like the Zul'jin more than the Kel'thas? I'm kind of torn on those two. I, I don't like any of them. You don't like any of these. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't dig the Looter Festival shtick. I thought it'd be like a once we get some skins. We're getting more of it. It's fine. You know what? Everyone has to like a thing. I don't have to like everything in the game. It's fine. No, I don't want to be understand. about it. But, yeah. you know, we talk about things and I'm just like, eh. Bo, would it change your opinion? I just want to point out one thing and see if it wins Bo over because I do think the Zul'jin skin is the closest to like a legitimately super awesome skin. If I pointed out that his little uh, crotch cover is actually a tongue. (laughs) No, I saw that. I mean, they're good. They're just, I mean, like, so I bought uh, Maev with gems and I bought all of her skins. I bought the bundle. And I thought about buying the bundle for Lunar stuff. And I said, you know what? I'll just get it in boxes. It's just not worth it. It's not good. Yeah. The only thing I like is the rocket. I think the rocket's cool. The rocket is really cool. I need the rocket. But, uh, the rest of it, it's just it's just not my event. It's okay. Yeah. You'll have your other. Yeah. The other events are more for Bo. I get it. I, see I just at. had my ro- robots in disguise event. So, you know. Well, Blizzard has just really leaned into this. And here's my thinking. I don't want to be conspiratorial, okay? But maybe, just maybe, they really, really want some of that Chinese game money. And by that, I mean China is a booming market, exploding, and they have all their own stuff. They're making so many games that have nothing to do with Blizzard but are mostly based on Blizzard properties, but they're popular on their own and make millions, billions of dollars. But, I think they want heroes to be bigger in 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 that country, and why not appeal to the lunar festival? You know, the, the Chinese. Does that does that really work? I don't know for in China, like culturally, because you know, like if they put, imagine if they had a Fourth of July event and it was just every hero with a big United <laughs> States flag. Are you really like that's cool? I want that. You're like, no, you want the the badass look. At, like you know what I mean? It's like China. What we know about you? You like dragons? Here's your dragon skin. No, that's like, a good point. Like, they're pro- a- Chinese people are probably like, give me robots, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like come on that's actually a good point it's a good i don't point. know so that's why i'm like we don't need to do looter i just don't think we need to do it <laughs> like on all their games yeah. if i was if i was bo morheim if i was the son of mike morheim and i inherited the blizzard empire yeah i'd be like from henceforth no more lunar events in our games that'd be who it. cares yeah well they I'm do a tyrant it. they do it in all well they do it in um overwatch uh heroes and wow what else? Wow. That's it, I guess. Everything else. I'm trying to think. Wow. Yeah, Diablo doesn't do anything. Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine. I don't begrudge anyone for liking it. Please love these things. Um, but yeah. I just... Yeah, I understand. I see where you're coming from. I, I actually really do understand it. All right, well, we're going to try that brawl uh, whenever it's available, and maybe we'll even uh, show it here on the show. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Or on a post show. All right, that's it for that. Let's dive into this. <laughs> an email here these are the emails one of them came from jd who sent his email into core at heroesforyou.com and he says this hey guys i'm a very casual heroes player but i am a blizzard fanboy i don't have a lot of time to play and i rarely play anything but versus ai now i was on the fence about spending actual dollars on space bucks for the mechaterial skin 
But Tuesday night, the last night of the bundles for cash, apparently, I decided to do it. Uh, the system for transactions was all messed up from the WoW pre-order, so I was like, uh, sorry, I was like, I'll just do it in the morning. Well, the morning came, I plopped down my 20 space, space dollars, or 20 bucks for his space bucks, and when I went to buy the skin, I couldn't. Now you can only get them with the shards or some other nonsensical currency. I'm not buying loot boxes because I hate them. I see no reason why I can't just buy what I want. I want or I want this one thing. Sure, I would have done it earlier, but like I said, I barely play at all. Your show is the only reason I knew these skins were out. I'm sure this is too long of an email for the show, but I had to get it out uh, only to the people I know who would appreciate it. Thanks, and may... Uh, and I may not play much, but I listen every week. Sincerely, JD. So JD is um, exemplary of the kind of player base the game has. The game has people who play constantly and love it and invest a ton and and buy a lot and blah, blah, blah. And then there's some in the middle and there's a bunch on the fringe who check it out occasionally, like what we talk about, pop in, say, ooh, I really like that one thing. And I think he has a freaking point. Like it is prohibitive for him to want a thing in the game if he wants to just get it like having timers on stuff and get it now want last on a bunch of fake inventory. That's really just digital. Nothing. You know what I mean? And then yeah. listen, this is not the, this is not the number one example of this problem. This game, it's a industry wide thing. Blizzard has, has adopted some of this stuff for their free to play model. It, it doesn't get too much under my skin again, because of how invested I am, but what are you doing for the casuals or the outsiders? Like that's the part that, that I worry about. And JD's one of those guys, so toss it around. What do you think, John? Is he is JD up a tree or is he down a river? No, I I think Blizzard has a real issue with this game, and you know we we like them, we like this game, we do a show about this game. I don't want to be too too harsh, but at the same time, like I constantly see people complaining about like, hey, you guys make it so hard to want to give you money. Um, and I think that's a real problem that Heroes genuinely has because, and this might this might turn into a bigger discussion, and I don't know if we want to save it for another show or what, but uh, friend we all know, Ro, I saw him on Twitter a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, yeah. and he said, I wonder if Heroes breaks even. Not, I wonder if Heroes is doing really well. I wonder if Heroes is profitable. Like, he was setting the bar at breaks even for Blizzard. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, none of us know. None of us know for sure. Heroes could be insanely profitable, and we don't know it. We get very little evidence. But I don't think he's the only person that looks at Heroes from the outside and makes the assumption that it's not doing super well. And I think a lot of that comes from how the store is built, how they make money, how they present a lot of the things that they do for money, decisions that are made, these things where like, oh, well, now we have gem-only skins. Like a lot of this stuff sends a message, whether it's true or not, that the game is desperate for money. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that's the case, but messaging is important because when you ask people to, hey, come into this game and give us money and invest in a thing, for us, that's easy. We care a great deal about this game. We're highly invested. But let's say all these Paragon people who, granted, they're getting treated pretty well. They're getting a full reimbursement and all that, but they're looking for a new MMO. Mm -hmm. 
if you're not presenting a confident atmosphere saying, hey, come invest in our game, give us money, join join the crew, basically. If you're presenting an air of, oh, man, we really we're hurting for people. They're not going to do it. People aren't going to flock to your game if they think it's a couple months away from going down the drain. I don't think that's what's going on with heroes. But I do think sometimes that's the vibe it gives off. And I think that's a problematic vibe. I do. And I think it's two vibes. It's that vibe. But I also think the exact same thing can be interpreted as a whole opposite vibe, but still just as damaging. That vibe vibe is um, not so much we're desperate for money. The opposite. We're hooty tooty fruity. And the only way to get in is cool boy bucks that you got to (laughs) buy. Yeah. And so so either way, it's a bad it's a bad scene or it can be. And I wish that was more inviting. You know, I wish there was a, a way to say, because because it also seemed desperate to say, come on in and have free five free things. We're awesome. Come in. You know, because that can all of these can be interpreted that way. Um, I just wish for, for me that just the big blocker is like gems and freaking shards and, you know, all the shit in between. Like, just give me a currency. You know, what's what's funny about this is that he was late for the the deal, so he can't. I just logged into the game. I really shouldn't have it. Kind of ruined my computer a little bit. (laughs) You guys can hear me okay, right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. Um. Uh. But I tried to look to see. I mean, I've already bought them all, so I can't test it out. Yeah. But I think you can only get it with shards. Like the only path right now, now that it's over, is to buy loot boxes and grind up shards and maybe get lucky and get one shade of it. Kind of, it kind of sucks. It's yeah, a feel bad it does moment suck. to be does. one day off. And you know what? Maybe was was there a problem with the Blizzard purchases and heroes the day of the WoW stuff? The WoW. Yeah, all their purchasing was screwy that day. Everything, yeah. all the transaction the WoW servers were down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I mean, that's. I don't know. It's not a good. Look. You know what else isn't a good look? Can I just say this real quick? It's not a good look. It's not to do with this game at all. But (laughs) for me anyway, a bad look is, uh, hey, uh, pre-order WoW. Oh, well, cool. What do I get? A boost to 110 and access to all the new allied races early before the next expansion hits. Oh, okay, cool. Let's do that. Get in. Go to get the one I want. Sorry, you can't play the effing guy because you didn't finish (laughs) Suramar quests and you didn't do this other shit. But thanks for your money and the early access. That's that sucks. That Wait, sucks. you have to finish Suramar? You have to finish yeah, Suramar. You have to, you have to do Suramar. the whole Suramar thing, and you have to have uh, you have to, what you have to be uh, what? Uh, How do you finish I think exalted? Exalted. I think you have to be maxed out. It could just be revered, but I think it's exalted. Uh, I'm pretty sure, and each that of sucks. The four races that are in there right now have a have a faction they're tied to that you need to be exalted I with. I played a ton at launch, and I, I'm sure I'm not exalted. Oh, there's no way you are. I guarantee it. And I've spent a lot of time. That is... I know. Isn't that lame? I mean, that's not like that's really? the game. That's not the game I'm playing for. But when I get the oh game God. proper, it's the same rule. I still have to have the Suramar rep, as far as I know, at launch. I think I still... No. I no. will say this. The 110 Couldn't boost, be. if you boost, it gives you access to it. I think... Actually, don't quote me on that. Oh, interesting. Wait, if I boost a regular character, I'll then have access? So here's what I did. And sorry to go on a wow tangent. No, no, no. This, this is, is good. I'm doing a wow tangent on a hero show. It usually goes the way around. <laughs> um, but here's what I did. So I play primarily Horde. I don't really have a high-level alliance tune at all. 
Um, now I am exalted with all the factions that this thing is tied to. Yeah. So I, I have all the rep that I would need, but I went in on my horde tune. I was able to, to start on the two horde races right away. I wasn't able to do that with Alliance because you have to go through the quest to unlock it. Mm -hmm. I boosted an Alliance character up to 110 and I was immediately able to do that content. Oh. And I don't have an Alliance character that is up to that level uh, rep wise. Now, it could be that because I have it on my Horde account, it still counts. I don't know. Oh, it but could be account wide. I was able not, to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I'm, I got to look into that because if that's the case, I. I'll probably end up doing that, but that annoys me because it means I'm just burning a 110 boost on a thing just to get another thing that I might have 110 boosted on its own. Grr! Yeah, but if you 110 boost the uh, the allied race, you don't get the armor. I don't know if you care about no, that. No, it's not as much as you do. <laughs> I mean, <it's> <laughs> no, that's 100 percent accurate. Uh, I have a in there. Yeah, because I just I know that the way it is with me with even skins and things. In this game and Heroes, like, I'll buy a thing. I'll be stoked that I got it. And then I'm kind of tired of looking at it after a while anyway. So it's like, meh. I mean, I know I always can go back to it, but I'm not much of a, like, got to collect everything sort of dude. So so that's less of a factor for me. But it's just you kind of a You can't wear all the skins and ride all the mounts at the same time. Right. And, and, and the me. bummer for me is to say, hey, give us 49 bucks that we will now sit on in our bank and earn interest on f until next uh, October or September. Um, and, and what you'll get for that is the ability to play these races. Oh, sorry. You can't play these races. Like, it's just a shitty thing. I'm going to go off on Friday on the instance about it. Cause I, I find it super obnoxious and maybe can I, can I ask another question. Cause yeah. I haven't played. Wow. I think it's been over a year now. Yeah. I haven't really logged in. So I'm not sure what's going on. I listen to the instance. Still not sure what's going on. It's a great show. Though. Oh, great. We're doing our job then. Great. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But like the, um, uh, the, the, why is everyone bragging about being an alpha? Oh, that's the alpha. every time oh, thing. Yeah, that's is today. It? The alpha, alpha was in the state. The game was kind of like poo. It is. Like, why would like, well, okay. Yeah, I get to play the game in like, cause and now this is Blizzard. I played the Overwatch beta. It was basically launch ready when I got in, as far as I could tell. Yeah, that's so the same with WoW. WoW was polished to the point that this is probably more like a beta release in Alpha. You know, they call it Alpha. Yeah. It's more like beta. Their betas are more like release candidates. Like, they're always a little better. Like I get being excited for it, but I'm just like, should I want to be in the Alpha? <laughs> you know, this is like... Well, I'll tell you what. If I'm just I, wondering what an alpha is. I've never been in an alpha. If I got, I played the friends and family. Like status badge. Yeah, I I played the friends and family alpha for the original Warcraft release, and I was in that friends and family alpha in like early '03, and I remember yeah. I remember it being pretty rad that I'd gotten into that. But all this way down the road, it's like, eh, it's not that big a deal. Anymore. No, it's just, cool, but I'm just saying it's not in a state. Like, is it in a playable state? It just sounds to me like you're playing this half mate. Like, you know. There's a point where the game is playable, but needs to be tested for beta testing, which is bugs and, mm -hmm. and server load and stuff like that. I just, I was just asking because I was like, is it like, is there a big, is the zone like half the zone and there's this big space? So there's no polygons or whatever. Well, like, I played so yeah. Sometimes you're actually saying that right. I remember John, you may remember this as well, but the alpha or the beta, I can't remember which, uh, for Warlords. There was a whole bunch of intro content where you were kind of in some in-game cutscenes, going through the portal again <laughs> yeah, and all cut that. Cutscene here. Yeah, and it would say <laughs> cutscene here, or or you'd get the full cutscene, and then the giant dragon you had to fight was this non-textured ball of polygons floating in the air for no reason. <laughs> yeah, was, Legion. Yeah. Uh, I remember they were changing dollars for 
it had that big spire right in the middle of it. Yeah. And for the longest time, it had no textures. It just looked like somebody dropped a giant formed piece of clay in the middle of Dollar Ant. Yeah, which is really funny. But from that, you know, from that perspective. But functionally, the games work pretty well in the state. So I have it. I haven't decided if I'm going to install it because it's another 50 gig of data. Uh, I just, this isn't an NDA thing either. Like you, you can people are going to play it on stream. And stuff I like think that. so. I don't remember. Yeah. I assume I'm, so. They can't control. I would say either. that's the two things people get up and and all excited and all hot and bothered about the alpha for is uh, people who want to stream it that are like, oh, this will get views and this will get attention and all of that. And I, so I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to have it. Um, and then I think some people just it's like a status thing. Like, oh, I got into it. Yeah. I'm going to tell people that. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a lot of people that are like, man, I just can't wait to get in there and start bug reporting. Right. Yeah. Like I get the appeal of being in early and all it's, it was just the alpha. Like what? It's just, I never see it. I usually see I'm in the blizzard beta for X game and everyone's like, yay. And there's certainly been people in alphas, but I haven't seen like that hot. And maybe that's just my ignorance, like on social media. Yeah. People, oh my God, I'm an alpha. I'm it's like, definitely a badge oh. honor badge. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, I've got a turd that has yet to be polished in the ivory or something, you know, like it, Good for you. Congratulations. No, on I account. listen. I'm up to about thirteen. I'm sorry. There's three more in here. So what is that? Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen emails in the instance account asking me for alpha access. <laughs> I don't even work at Blizzard, and they're asking me for alpha access. That's how weird it is. That's crazy. so whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, Blizzard says it's okay to share your username and password with people as long as you know yeah. they're, they say they're trustworthy. Of course. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a rule you should live by. Also, uh, uh, I don't like spoiling myself on a bunch of content I'm going to play anyway. And so I, I usually will get into one of these experiences and go, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm out. And then I'll go back in when it releases because yeah. I'm a terrible tester. Don't have me test your game. But also, thank you, Blizzard, for the alpha access. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks well, for inviting I, me. I, yeah. I'm it's related to that. Heroes. I think none of us barely touch PTR either. I just I can't do it. I just, I'm just, <laughs> I just I don't have the discipline. To do I don't either. I really don't. It's too messed up in there, Like especially this game. And Heroes, it's just so weird with PTR because everybody's playing Maiev. Great. Well, what does I, that do? Oh, speaking of which, I totally found a really dumb bug in Heroes right now, and I haven't reported it. This will be my official reporting of a bug I found. All right. Sweet. You guys ready? Yep. Uh, AI Leoric is not able, like, when he does his little, like, ghost walk ability, I can't remember what it's called, uh, the AI version doesn't move. He just activates it and stands there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I saw, I saw in an AI game him do it five times and every time he just stood there and then when it ran out he just reappeared exactly where he was i kind of love that for i don't know why i think that's great um all right we'll get on the blizzard and fix that will you that's gonna do it for the show big thanks by the way to jd for that email if you'd like to send us your own emails you surely can just send them to uh what is it i forgot oh core at heroesforyou.com <laughs> That's core at heroesforyou.com. A reminder that if you like this show, it is entirely fan-funded. We don't get any kind of income from any other area, and it's really, really important to us to keep the show alive and thriving and growing and doing rad things. So if you are so inclined to chuck just a little bit our way, like a dollar, imagine that, less than anything else you can buy in this world except a 99-cent song on some crappy music service. And you don't even care about that song after a while, but you sure care about this show so think of it. Do it. Uh, Patreon.com slash core show. 
John just wrote up another fantastic mailed to your home version of a Dear Martha letter. And uh, those go out to people at a certain level. So to learn about that and all everything else you could do, go to patreon.com slash core show. Heroesforyou.com is our website. We are in the game at uh, in the Frog Pants clan. There's not a clan system, but you can join us by hitting join or slash join Frog Pants. Lots of people to play with in there. So do that. You can find us on Twitter at Core Heroes, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. That will do it for us. We're going to have some uh, Hero League games after this, so stick around if you want to watch those. For me, for Bo, for John, we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.